Hi and welcome to Think Healthy with Hayley. This is a podcast for women who are interested in health, fitness, weight loss and mindset. So if you want to feel more in control, enjoy food, stop dieting and just feel happier and healthier and getting to where you want to be, then this is the podcast for you. I hope you enjoy it. Let's get into the episode. So today we are talking about comfort eating and emotional eating, which so many people are struggling with right now. And I've had this chat with many clients and just many people in general. I've been struggling a bit myself as well, just wanting to eat chocolate when things get a bit too much. And it's a really, really common experience to have to want to emotionally eat in times of stress and there are things we can do to help that and I want to put out a strategy for you today which can be really really useful when you feel those cravings start to come on and also just to chat about what we can do to help you get through the coronavirus situation and come out of it a bit stronger and happier and not come out of it having gained weight and feeling really disappointed because I think for a lot of people there is a danger right now of really being sucked into these emotions and actually feeling so overwhelmed that you end up just giving into those cravings and then ending up gaining weight and it becomes a vicious cycle where it's so difficult to break yourself out of it until this stress is over but in the meantime if you're falling into those patterns and not bringing yourself out of them consciously you'll end up getting to a point where it just becomes too much to deal with and suddenly three months later coronavirus is hopefully over But then you're feeling really disappointed that you've gained weight and you're unhappy in your clothes. And I don't want that for you because if you're anything like the clients that I work with, you do really want to feel fantastic in your clothes. And you deserve to because you're putting out so many good things for all the people around you. And you've got so much going on that it's completely understandable to feel overwhelmed. But that doesn't mean that you can't take control and feel fantastic and how you want to feel. And importantly as well, it's about health, right? That This is one of the reasons I want to talk about weight loss still, because it relates to health. It's not just how we look, although that is important in itself for us to feel our best, but it's also about being healthy and taking the best care of your body that you possibly can so that you can live the best life you can possibly live. And we can't do that when we're stuffing our emotions down and we're eating junk and we're drinking too much and we're eating too much sugar so there are things we can do and that's the first thing I want to say is although it's tempting right now to think there's just too much going on right now I can't focus on getting my eating habits sorted I'm just going to get through this the best I can and then deal with it after if you know that you're emotionally eating right now then just waiting until this is all over isn't going to help you very much there are small changes that you can do small sustainable habits you can start to build that will make a huge difference over the weeks to come it can be a case of following these new patterns and not trying to be perfect but making gradual progress or it can be a case of giving up on yourself and then feeling really gutted later on so this isn't the time to give up on yourself this is the time to show up for yourself and practice not being perfect but still being consistent still making small changes and still being aware of what you're eating and trying to make life easier for yourself as well So one thing I always talk about with clients and in general is creating simple, realistic food plans for yourself each day. And although at the moment it might be difficult to get the exact foods that you would normally eat and you're out of routine, you might 
you're struggling to get certain foods from the supermarket, you can still create a plan based on what you know you've got for that day. And you can still decide on those meals, get some nutrition in them and plan them in ahead of time. And it's really important to build that habit of planning ahead of time because that means you're deciding what to eat with that logical part of the brain. Because when we get stressed and we get into the day and we start to get tired or overwhelmed or the kids want so many things, like there's so much going on, you can't deal with everything all at the same time. That's when the emotional part of the brain kicks in and that drives you off to go and have sugar or go and eat crisps and chocolate and biscuits or go and open a bottle of wine and then you feel really unhappy after you've done that. But in the moment, the emotional part of the brain is really strong. So if we have a a plan ahead of time with the logical part of the brain that is calm and rational, then you can follow through on that in the moment. You're going to be set up much better to keep yourself on track and feel much better. And those plans can be super simple. They don't have to be amazing nutrition, but they will really help you to give you that structure and framework, especially as well if you're out of routine completely at the moment. Obviously, we're all working at home most of us are in a different pattern to what we normally would be in but you can still choose when you're going to eat breakfast when you're going to have lunch when you're going to have dinner and you know if you might want to have a snack in between those meals then you can plan for that and plan in a bit of chocolate or a biscuit now and again and then on other times plan in some fruit and something nutritious like see what's the best you can do and then stick with making that plan day to day and doing the best you can to stick with it I think sometimes we can see making plans as a bit of a a mental drain on the brain, but it actually really saves you mental energy in the moments during the day when you're going to be tempted to eat. So if you take literally a couple of minutes, either in the morning or the night before, to just jot down what you're going to have the next day, it will save you so much thinking power in the moment, and it will save you so many times when you would otherwise have veered a little bit off track. And then... When you've saved yourself that brain power and you just have to eat what you've already planned, then you can just become a little bit more aware of how you're eating and how you're feeling as you do that. Because we're, again, stressed and out of routine, it's very easy to start eating things really quickly. And you may already have the habit of doing that as well. And it's easy then to become overfull, to eat portions that are too big or to snack just mindlessly because food is around and we get a thought that we could have a snack right now and it's within very very close proximity all the time right so these things are easy to happen and if you have saved that brain power by having the routine planned ahead of time then you've got a little bit more left to just think about am I hungry right now am I physically hungry in this moment and then when you're eating like checking in with yourself through that meal taking it slow and noticing when you start to feel a little bit full and seeing if you can stop at the right time. So it could be that you need to change your portion sizes or it could be that you just notice that sometimes there is a bit of that meal left that you don't actually need and you can put that in the fridge and have that for a snack later on. So there's small things like that that can really make a massive difference. And then I just wanted to teach you a strategy today for dealing with those cravings when they do pop up in the moment because we all will get them. There will be times when you just really, really want to emotionally eat just to deal with the stress or the boredom or the overwhelm that's going on right now. So in that moment, a strategy is called the five D's. And those D's stand for delay, distract, distance, decide and download. So basically what this means is when you get a craving, say you're in the middle of the day, 
you have had a stressful morning, like the kids are, are wanting your attention all the time and your brain now really, really wants just to go to the cupboard and get a massive bar of chocolate and eat the entire thing. I totally understand that feeling. But what we can do in that moment is first of all, delay the situation. So when you have that craving, tell yourself you can have whatever it is that you want, but you just have to wait 15 minutes first. And normally your brain can kind of accept waiting that long. So delay it before you go and have whatever you want. Then distract yourself. So that's the second D, distract. So in that 15 minute window, go and find a task that you can get on with, get another little bit of your project done, go and do some cleaning or whatever you can think of, go for a quick walk, anything to just distract yourself and get your brain focused on something other than what it wants to eat right now. Then distance yourself as well. So this can combine with distract. Make sure you distance yourself from whatever you're craving. So if it's in a certain room of the house, make sure you go into a different room and do something there. Or you could move the food somewhere else if that is more helpful sometimes. Occasionally it might be helpful to put it away in a different place or give it to somebody else. But distance yourself from what it is you're craving and go and get on with that task. And then when the 15 minutes is up, very often you'll find that the craving has faded away, like your brain's got distracted with something else. If you've had a glass of water in that time as well, that can really help because very often we're actually just a bit thirsty, but we confuse those signals with hunger and the brain decides that it wants something to eat. So have a glass of water as well at the beginning of that craving. And then when you've distanced yourself and distracted yourself, you might just find 15 minutes later, it's actually gone and you've seen the craving through and you can crack on again with your next part of the day. But if you get to that point and you still want to have that food, then you get to decide what to do. So the fourth D is decide. And in that moment, it could be that you decide that you want to have whatever you're craving, but you're going to have a small amount. So if it was a whole 100 gram bar of chocolate that you're thinking, you could break off two squares of that chocolate and you could then put it back in the cupboard and take it somewhere else, like take the two squares to a different room, really slowly, mindfully enjoy them and have a task planned for straight after that to crack on with as well. Again, have a drink, make sure that you're hydrated and that can be enough sometimes. It could be that you decide to not have anything because you're not hungry and you've maybe got lunch planned in an hour anyway. So you crack on with another task. And remember in this that whenever we have these cravings, they do feel strong, but they do fade away. So if they haven't faded in 15 minutes, give it a little bit longer and it will go. And either way, it can't control what we physically do. So although it feels powerful, that's often because we've built up practicing this habit over and over again of feeling a craving and giving into it and the brain starts to really recognize that if it screams at you long enough it gets a reward and it really loves that reward of the dopamine and the deliciousness of that food that we eat so it starts to make those cravings very powerful but that's just a habit that we've learned so in that moment if you start to sit with it and actually just really calmly observe what your brain is saying and what's going on in your body and realize that Although it can scream loudly, it can't control what we do. It can't make you get up and go and get that food. Then those cravings will start to fade and your brain will start to realise that it's not getting the reward that it wants. So it will start to pipe down. And this takes a bit of practice. But if you've already waited 15 minutes, it won't be much longer before that craving starts to fade. Especially if you can think of something else productive or fun to get on with. And you can crack on with that. And also 
picture yourself feeling really proud, say in an, in an hour's time, if you have lunch in an hour, picture yourself sitting down to lunch, feeling pleasantly hungry and ready for your meal, and feeling really proud that you didn't give in to that craving in the moment. And this could be in the evening as well. This is another one where it's really common to have cravings after dinner, right? And in that situation, you might decide to have a couple of pieces of chocolate then. And you might decide then that you still got that craving, but you're going to take an action to go and help that be easier to manage. So it could be that you go and brush your teeth. And I find that personally really helpful. I often have a small ice cream after dinner. That's one of those ones you can get that's under 100 calories, Um, or just over 100 calories, some of them, but they're like the mini chalk ice type things or something along those lines. And um, that gives that sweet taste that I often really crave. And then I would still happily eat more after that. But what I would do then is go and just clean my teeth. And then that minty freshness is like the signal to the brain that we're done. That's it. We don't need any more food. And then that craving stopped because I've trained that habit now that the brain knows there's nothing else coming. So it just pipes down it will happen that way if you're practicing that and you're putting those strategies in place so it's making that decision and it's practicing it and then the final d is download and that is basically assessing how that went how did you get on with dealing with that craving are you happy with the outcome of it so if you managed to see it through and you distracted yourself and you ended up not giving in you didn't need it and the craving faded away then Download that by actually writing down what you did, jotting down a few notes and what actually worked for you in that situation. And if it didn't work, if you ended up overeating, sometimes that will happen. Really, really important to not beat yourself up in those situations, but just, again, download, learn something from it. Write down what didn't work. So what could you do differently next time? Why do you think that didn't quite create the result you wanted? And how could you change things to make it easier next time? to make a decision that you're happy with after that and a key problem that we often have when we emotionally eat is that we then beat ourselves up for doing it as well and it's that judgment and that beating ourselves up that means that we don't learn the lesson that would really help us out in future so something I talk to clients about a lot is really being kind to yourself after those moments and taking that lesson And skipping the judgment part, skipping the being really mean to yourself and saying that you've ruined it and you had a bad day. There are no bad days and you can't ruin it. All you ever need to do is make your next choice a great one and carry on and you can't mess it up. You don't have to be perfect. Equally, before you make your next choice, take something from that previous choice so that you've got a lesson there that will help you out. Because these patterns often repeat themselves over and over and over again because we don't take the lesson. So have a look back without feeling bad, but just notice what you could do differently next time because it is just a habit and a skill. At the moment, many of us have got the habit and the skill of eating in response to stress and it's just a pattern in the brain. So if you start to create a new pattern, a conscious one that you want to be doing and that will make you feel better in the long run and then you practice it, It's just like any other skill. When you practice, you get better. Your brain starts to learn that this is the new way to do things and it starts to guide you down that path automatically over time. But it just takes that conscious effort in the beginning to set that path the way you want it to go. So I hope that's helpful. Just a quick one today and a quick tip for you. Let me know if you give this a go, if you find it helpful. And if you're having any struggles right now, if you need any help, please feel free to reach out. 
you can drop me an email anytime at hayley at hayleyplumber.co.uk and I will be back with another episode very soon. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, if I can help you in any way, please feel free to get in contact with me via my website, hayleyplumber.co.uk or come find me on Facebook or Instagram and I would love to connect with you. I hope you have an amazing day and I'll speak to you soon.